Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good to see you all again on this Tuesday night. Shift change night for me. Hope you're well, had a good day at work, or if you're just waking up, wherever you are in the world, we're, we're all over the world nowadays, aren't we? We're just a bit of a global, global society. So wherever you are, waking up, going to bed, finished work, like myself, um, yeah, hope you're all well, and thanks for popping in and saying hello. It's always good to see you all. Now, <clears throat> I said shift change. I'm actually going to have a bit of a break tomorrow. Normally, I get up and go for a walk and have a hike and do my thing and, and just switch off and stretch and get out there. I'm actually going to just have a sleep. <laughs> I think of uh, it's been a long six months, and I think a nice sleep in where I can just sleep for a good 12, 15 hours and just do nothing. It will be good. Um, having said that, I'm going to stay up and do some editing tonight. I've got three product videos to do, so I've got a bit of stuff to sort out. So <clears throat> I'll try and get some of them done. Hopefully I can get one done tonight and get it out uh, early this or this week. Um, sh should be good. Hopefully I can get more than one. Fingers crossed I can get all three done by this weekend. Uh, that'll give me a week and a half sort of grace, I guess, uh, before I get up with the next video. We'll go back to our South Coast trip. So looking good. Um, <clears throat> pretty happy. Now, first thing I'm going to talk about is a bit of a weird situation. Now, very small creator. I've no... No illusions of grandeur here, uh, <clears throat> but very happy with what I do. I enjoy my photography. My photography is probably something I'm very passionate about. I'm, I'm sure you hopefully you get that from me when you're watching the channel or the videos. And um, come across something. Now, this is something I'd heard about before, and that's people poaching your photos and using them on the net. Um, and this is not a nasty, angsty one. It's just a bit of a, I guess, a reminder and a learning lesson just to be careful and aware of what happens um, and I think the company that did it I'm not gonna not gonna name the company but basically what they did they they took one of my photos I tagged in tagged in Oakley I had some Oakley's on it was from the first day in Albany if you haven't seen that video go check it out if you haven't don't know what I'm talking about with the photo videos subscribe hit the bell you'll see them all but I've got a photo journeys amazing photography here in the bush uh, all over when I do my travels, uh, go check that out. That's pretty cool. But down in Albany, I took a basically a thumbnail shot. I wanted a thumbnail shot so I could use for my videos and for Insta in front of the Natural Bridge in Albany. Beautiful spot, amazing. I've got, I've got some amazing photos from that area <clears throat> and lovely. And just a fun shot, you know, a bit of fun, just, just a profile shot that I could cut and put into a thumbnail if I needed it or whatever. I uh, just sort of, I guess as well prove that I'm there. I don't really like photos of myself. Um, I'm not a not a person photo type photographer. I, I don't really find photos of people or any no matter what they are interesting. It just doesn't put me put me a nice old wrangly tree on a rock. <laughs> I'm all yours, but yeah. But anyway, I digress. Um, so basically what this company had done, uh, I got a tag notification on Instagram. Oh that's weird. Like I, I don't even follow this company. Right, so I went and had a look, and there's this photo of me. I'm like, they never, I don't remember them asking to that, or it wasn't a competition or anything, or anything like that. You know, I go on the sand disc photo challenge and stuff, and that's something to sort of, I guess, see how good I am and to put myself into it and having a, a challenge, and it's good, and I'm, I'm happy to share my photos that way. That's it's my choice. Um, but yeah, they, uh, there's my photo. The descriptions basically got nothing 
like what I was had no description. Like uh, here's a photo from Ashley Kendra. He's wearing uh, these Oakley Sunnies. That's fantastic. Uh, by the way, we sell these. You can do nothing like that. Just like uh, hi dad, text from dad or something. Uh, it's a little bit weird. I just it just I just felt like oh, I'm not really comfortable with that. Doesn't like why do if you're going to use it, wouldn't you just ask someone first? Well, I sent him a message straight away and said, look, what's the go? You didn't even ask me to use it and you put my photo in there and all you've got is a tag down the bottom of the line, which like, if there's 50 tags, no one's got a clue who, whose it is. They haven't said, oh, by the way, this is 34 Media. Uh, we borrowed their photo, go check them out or anything like that, which if you're going to tag someone, you'd go, hey, go check out their channel. This is some great stuff. He's got some great photos. Nothing like that. They were just selling glasses. It was all about selling. It had nothing to do with Albany or me, my channel, or what I do was purely for profit for glasses. And that's where I sort of drew the line. I went, well, no, that's really wrong. Uh, you haven't really approached it the right way to start with. And you haven't really given me any sort of credit realistically other than a tag. And a tag's nothing. Um, now, in America, I've, I've seen a couple of times I've read about cases where people have been sued or companies have been sued for stealing photographers photos and I'm not talking like a couple hundred bucks I'm talking a couple of hundred thousand dollars obviously this is not a art piece photo that someone's used in a magazine I think and I wasn't look I just wanted them to sort of go well, oh yeah look we apologize and whatever anyway two days of digressed I actually started looking up uh, legal what I could do legally uh, and to contact some legal aid in Queensland to see if I had any, what I needed to do or if they could help me or what was the process. And finally, they the company contacted me today. So that was good. I'm sort of happy that they did. I didn't want to have to keep going down that road because I, I just didn't feel comfortable and I'm like, no, they've done it the wrong way. Now, they just basically, and this is basically what they said, um, yeah, look, Sorry, we thought we t we tag you, you know, give you a shout out. That's what we do. Blah 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 blah. And yeah, we're giving you exposure. I'm like, well, you're not giving me exposure. You're giving yourself exposure because you're trying to sell sunglasses. You haven't even mentioned me apart from a tag. I don't. I can't really foresee people going and checking all the tags when they're shopping for sunglasses. Um, so yeah, I wasn't really impressed. I said, look. I don't care what you did, but I think the way you've done it's wrong. If you had have contacted me first to ask me, that would have been fantastic. It probably wouldn't have been no dramas. But the way you did it, I think that's what I disagree with. I think in future, just remember that what you're doing is illegal um, and you need to maybe just contact the person first and just get permission before you just go and steal someone's photo and then try and sell sunglasses with it. So, yeah, it's a little, now it wasn't Oakley. I'll just give you, it was not Oakley. It was a surf company. Um, yeah, yeah, just just didn't feel ease, and they really didn't um, weren't real keen. Basically, they they didn't really give a crap, um, and I was like, oh, we'll just remove it if you don't like it. Before, sorry, you feel that way. I'm like, okay, whatever. They obviously do it all the time, um, but I just wanted to say, look, a bit of a heads up. It isn't right. You can't just steal photos, especially if you're a business and then using that photo to sell products. That's advertising. Uh, you need to either. Compensate the person, or at minimum, bare minimum, ask them. It was just, yeah, and it purely, obviously, they do this all the time, and they don't give a squat. So, look, if you, if someone does use your photos, I think, look, and you don't feel comfortable, you have the right to go and ask them to remove that if you don't feel comfortable. 
and just hit them up and just say, look, hey, that's not really right. Why didn't you ask me first? Because I think that's that's at least the polite thing to do, isn't it? I thought it was really weird. I felt bad, and they've and they've removed it because uh, I said I was going to. I said, look, if uh, I'm glad you contacted me because I was have to going to chase up a lawyer. Blah blah blah. That's fine, but look, I didn't mind you using it. But you just went around the wrong way, and they just basically just walked away from it and deleted it. Anyway, it's a good little reminder about photography, your photography, and knowing your rights as a photographer. Because I don't think it's the right thing to do. Um, as I said, if they had sent me a message and said, "Hey, look, we really love that photo, those sunglasses we sell. We'd really love to do some. Would you mind if we put you in there and mention is there anything we need to say or to put you in?" I said, "Yeah, look, just." Hey, chuck it in, that's fine, that's cool. Just maybe say, could you go visit his YouTube channel and support him? That would be fantastic. But it was just a tag with no mention of me, the photo, Albany, the natural bridge. It had nothing to do with the photo. It was just all about the sunnies and yeah. So I'm sort of glad they took it down because now I feel better because I don't think the way they did it right. I'm not happy the way they operate as a business if that's their model. It's definitely wrong and I'm 99% sure it's illegal Pretty much every country, you cannot steal someone's artwork or their business. So, yeah, anyway, probably drifted on a bit bit long about that. But, um, yeah, I thought, think it's poignant and it's important. So you just be aware that, yeah, you do have some rights for your photos if you are posting them. Um, so keep an eye out. Um, a tag is not, not compensation. It's not a right for you just to take it and put it. Um, I try to mention uh, whenever I get information for the news, like Canon Rumours, uh, Lou Later, Unbox Therapy. Whenever I try to, whenever I get source some information and find some good things that these people have spent time looking for, I know how long it takes to find this stuff and to, and find good information. I try to at least give them a shout out and tell them say thank you very much, appreciate it. Go check out the channel. It's not just uh, put in my description under my YouTube video, Lou Later down the bottom, just a tag. Because would you go? Oh, he's got that information from Lou Later. I've seen a tag down the bottom. That's exactly the same as the photo. So that is why I was a little bit upset. Anyway, done and dusted. No harm, no foul. It didn't really, wasn't earth shattering or anything. I didn't really like my ugly face on, the, on there anyway. But, um, and they, look, they are good sunnies. Oakley does make wicked sunnies. So yeah, that's why I've always worn them. Um, all the gear I get, I buy it because I like it because I want to use what I consider good and what I can afford, like most photographers. So anyway. That's that. Now, speaking of Canon rumors, uh, those legends over there, they get us all the good guff on what's happening with Canon. Some super information uh, they've come out. An RF 70 to 400 mil, F 5.6 to 7.1, image stabilized USM, non L series. That's right, non L series. So this is possibly affordable. <laughs> In fact, a 70 to 400 is a. Is a uh, it's strange. Normally they've got your 70 to 200 L series, the 2.8, fantastic lens. But I've got the I've got a mine's got the 75 to 300 EF that I use, and even 300s, you need like an extender on there to get some some nice shots to really get that compression working. 70 to 400, just another 100 mil, but it's another little 100 mil. That gives you a little, that's some good compression in there and it's going to be some good uh, landscape, nice panoramas with a, a nice big compression on them. Uh, you could probably, I reckon that lens will be good and do some really funky stuff. Obviously, it's not a uh, not a fast fast glass, 
but it's the same as my 24 to 105 RF for that. I'm pretty sure that's a 5.6 to 7.1. And I can achieve actually a fair bit with that lens. So I'd be stoked with that. If that's, and I think, as you said, it's not an L, so it's got that sniff that it's going to be affordable. It's not going to be a 3,000. It might be around the 1,100 mark. 1,000 bucks to 1,100 to 1,200 here in Australia. That would be fantastic. Um, very, very cool. What we say yesterday, 12 to 1,300 for that uh, 14 to 35. That's the Zooms. Normally the Zooms are a little bit more expensive. Um, so look, and that was an L. So oh, this, could be, this could be pretty good. I'm liking the looks of that. As well as that, now this is coming soon too, just by the way they reckon. They, they think it's going to be a part of the next little group that's going to get released. This next batch, uh, like the 14 to 35, we might see uh, Canon release two or three lenses. We thought they were all going to release them at once. Maybe might get a little, little. They might start leaking out a few and trickling out a few lenses to keep all the R only uh, RF mount owners happy, which would be lovely. Now also a 16 mil 2.8 prime non L. That's correct. Another non L. That is awesome. A 16 mil 2.8 Astro Power. Fantastic. Very excited about that. I think the I haven't had a, just a 16. I think from memory it was a 15 mil, which is about oh, eight nine years old. That 15 mil, maybe longer than that. Um, that was a 2.8. I actually nearly bought one. Uh, wicked lens. Uh, so this 16 mil f point 2.8 prime will be a great astro lens. Uh, maybe a fair fairly good for some indoor architecture shot for real estate agents and stuff like that. Uh, very excited about that one. So two lenses there that I could definitely foresee in my kit. Um, if that uh, 14 to 35 ends up being a little bit expensive, you could definitely come down and maybe go keep the 24 to 105, get that 70 to 400, and then get a 16 for your Astro for your wide stuff. And that would be a great little Trinity setup. Cheap, cheaper or a contemporary, let's call it a contemporary like a Sigma. They call it that contemporary range. It's a I think it's a good way to look at them. Uh, a basic or a contemporary range is a good good sort of logo for it, and that would be very cool. Now, um, on Canon, there's a company called Kalari Vision, again from Canon Rumors. This is a little good bit if. If you do have an R5, uh, some good news. They're operating, oh, operating, what the hell is that? Uh, offering <laughs> uh, a cooling upgrade for the R5. Uh, doubles the AK record time. It'll triple it, your, what time you get after the five-minute cool-down period. So you get your, I think it's normally 20-odd, uh, 25 minutes standard. Uh, so it goes out to nearly 50 minutes. And then you have five-minute cooling. And uh, normally, without the, the upgrade, it'll get like five minutes. Well, with this upgrade, it'll go up to 25 minutes after that five-minute cooling. So that's really, really, that's a big, big upgrade. That's a big difference. And I'm sure if you're using the R5, something like this would be good. Uh, in the US, they've only got a one-year warranty. Our Australian consumer law is a little bit different, so it doesn't matter what the company's got. Um, it actually, it's got to last a certain period, so one year doesn't really mean much. So just obviously, if you're going to do it, it is it will probably avoid any sort of warranty or consumer protection you do have, but just so just be aware. Now, it's 400 bucks US, so probably $550 Australian. You've got a $7,000 camera, that's not really going to be a much of a cost to you. That's probably the price of one of the less than the CF Express card you've got in it. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, they're pretty 
looks like they're a pretty decent company. They know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, look, if you have got an R5, definitely go check that out. If you're doing a lot of video production, this could really, really assist you with your workflow uh, around the studio or on set. So very, very cool. Right, Rode, the Australian music company, uh, Rodecast. We started, we did it, entered it last year. Uh, obviously, we've got our podcast that you'll be listening to if you're one of our wonderful listeners. Thanks for stopping by. The new or this year's Roadcast comp uh, ends tomorrow, so it ends today. It's the last day for you to get your get your stuff in, get your entry in. Uh, hopefully, you haven't forgotten. Uh, also, if you haven't, we're, we're going to do an entry, but you want to go listen to some new podcasters other than my sultry tones. <laughs> uh, go check out Road. There's heaps of creators like myself that are starting out or trying to get their foot in the door or. They're trying to get their message out to you. Uh, they, you could find someone that really floats your boat, so that would be pretty cool. Again, last days today. Hopefully, you've got it all done and dusted. Good luck to everyone. It was great fun doing it last year. I enjoyed it. I've now got a lot of dedicated listeners that listen every day, and I do appreciate you for listening. I don't know why I'm talking, using my hands to talk to you because you're listening. I look like a tool. Anyway, <laughs> go check that out. Pretty cool. Um, right now, Hunter Kuwold. I think that I think Kuwold. I don't know if I pronounced it right. My apologies. Uh, YouTuber, very smart fella. He's built a drone. Well, I don't know if it's a drone, but it's a hoverboard. He literally can stand on top of it and fly down the street. He flew from a McDonald's down the road and delivered a package. Go check out his channel. That's Hunter Kuwold. K U W U L D. I'm pretty sure I've written that down probably hope so sorry mate <laughs> awesome work though uh very very cool this is like uh michael j fox on the skateboard from back to the future well this is obviously not something small like that you've got this he's got this big contraption with propellers flying everywhere he's got built-in redundancies he's actually uh looking for investors looking to and sell these things you can actually put your name down for a chance to buy one of these bad boys it's freaking awesome. Um, I have to say, it's just bloody amazing what he's done. To hold the weight, I think, if I read it right from what the information he's got in there, he believe, he's got it set up so it can carry up to 500 pounds. So big, fat, old bastard like me, there's still hope for us. That's like pretty cool. I'd definitely get on it uh, after seeing him flying it. Obviously, it takes a bit of training to get your balance and everything, but it's the same as the Segways and all those things, uh, scooters. We've, it's a, always a learning curve. But uh, yeah, very, very cool. Not sure, I'm pretty 99% sure to 100%. 100% of the time, I'm 99.9% .9 of the time sure that it sure as shit is never going to be illegal, legal in Australia. Uh, can you imagine? A, it's probably going to be classes of drones who wouldn't be able to fly in any drone areas, anywhere near an airport. Uh, it's anywhere near 30 metres near people. Obviously, you're not going to go up 120 metres, but like, uh, yeah. Just it would just be chaos. Imagine trying to get that legitimized. So he's got a massive, massive job in front of him. Uh, even the states, it's going to be tricky for him to get this through. It's going to—I'm sure it's not going to be in the next year, two years. I'm not anticipating being able to buy and fly one of these things in the next five years. I think it's really a ten to twenty years. But what is exciting about it is the tech that it actually works. You can put a person on the back of. A drone and f literally fly. Wow. 
Uh, there's video of him going through New York, some shorts videos. He's got some videos flying through Times Square. Uh, the Green Goblin, I think they called it. Very, very cool. Uh, go check him out. Hunter Coolwold. Wow, great job to you, mate. That is awesome. Uh, very cool. In my lifetime, I don't think I would ever actually thought that that would be possible. So good on you. Great bloody job. Now, gear-wise, the Splash Drone 4 is out. It's just been released. You can pre-order it. I just want to run quickly through some specs on you. It's not a cheap one, but Splash Drone's been around for a while. I think my brother got the first model. If you live in Cooktown, it's somewhere in Cooktown. <laughs> he flew it up and it went bunta and that was it, all over. It was the early days of drones. Um, obviously things have changed. Splash Drone has got a really, really good at building drones that are waterproof, can self-flip. Uh, cameras, gimbals, they're getting better every year. Uh, this year is no exception. They believe they're nearly, they're just about, they're gonna now be fighting with the Phantom sort of series. Uh, that's a big task to go up. DJI's got a really, really strong foothold in the drone business. Uh, to be going up against that big boys uh, is, look, a great effort to them. Shout out to them, I think they do a good job. A waterproof drone has so many advantages, uh, like a waterproof camera uh, would be amazing for all of us. It's got a three axis, you can get a single axis gimbal, uh, you can get a two-axis gimbal, which has got the infrared, I believe. Let me run the three. Two-axis night vision camera. Uh, three-axis camera, which does 4K. It'll do raw photos. It'll take ND filters. Uh, one-axis version. It's got the same sensor as the three-axis, but obviously just one. Um, it's got a fishing pay payload release. I've seen videos of it towing a dinghy. So for safety, you could look, theoretically, it'll take a two-kilo payload. You could take a a life boy from a surf life-saving club, go and drop that out to a person directly above them so it gets straight to them so they, you can save a life. So it's got a ton, ton of advantages to this. Now, it's not cheap for the camera setup, so that's with the gimbal, the camera, all on it. Um, 2500 bucks base with an extra battery and extra props, 2800 They are a carbon fiber prop. This now has auto flip, so if it... When you crash it into the water, you're coming into the water, you want to get those beautiful ocean shots or river or waterfall shots or whatever. Um, you can doesn't matter. You can fly into a waterfall. It's not going to hurt it. I can get covered in water. It will not hurt this thing. It's, it's gold. It's fully corrosion resistant. Um, and as I said, it'll, it'll land the water goes upside down. It'll just self-flip. So very, very cool in that regards. Um, it's July 22nd. It's going to start shipping. It's IP67 seawater proof. So very important, so that corrosion resistance on that. The actual controller is waterproof as well, or IP66 rated, um, very, very cool. It's got a five kilometer image transmission range. So it's not a DJI 10 kilometer, but look, that's five kilometers if you're out in the ocean and you're doing stuff or you're up a river on that, five Ks is plenty enough to get good footage. So I think that's gonna be fine. As I said, auto power flip, it'll do 30 minutes flight time. Perfect. Uh, I don't have any info on if that's got the two kilo payload. If you can then, if that reduces, I'm assuming it probably will, maybe around the 20 minute mark, still gonna be fairly decent. So that's that's all good. Uh, dynamic return to pilot. So the beauty of this, a lot of drones, you have your return to home, it's locked in, locks in the GPS on my uh, DJI, and it'll go back to that spot. The 
difference with splash drones and why they're perfect for boats and stuff we on the move it's the biggest trick when i go fishing i've got to really be careful to make sure i don't run out of battery and i've got to fly back to her if we're moving the boat i've got to make sure i've got enough battery to get to where we're going and not where we started because then it's good bloop. anyway well the beauty of this they've always they've i think they've had this the last couple of models it comes back to the controller so it's got a built-in gps in the controller and it will lock, that's its return to home feature. It'll come to the controller, wherever that is. If you get on the boat, it'll come directly to you. you it's gonna make it so much easier. You're not stressing, freaking out. Oh my God, we're gonna lose the drone in the water. It's not good. Even if it does, when you're over the water, it floats. So it can just land in the water, turn your boat around, go pick it up. You cannot do that with any other drone on the market. That is awesome. Great work to them on that. And that's why I think it's such an important drone to us. Uh, all weather flying, rain and snow. If it's pissing down, get a thunderstorm, all that. Get that drone up there, mate. Punch it up. Get that lightning storm. Get in the rain. Get in, get to that beautiful mist and all that. You can do that with this. Very, very cool. Two-inch display on the controller. Wi-Fi controller's a Wi-Fi hotspot as well. Very cool. Built-in GPS, eight-hour battery life on the controller. Um, It'll do orbit follow, it'll do boat mode, so it'll float and you can get these little foam things so you can put it on and fly it around on the water. Its range reduces down to 500 meters, but basically you can sit the camera in the water and film underneath the water or river or wherever you are, swimming pool, and follow someone with a gimbaled camera. Magic. It's got so many options. Uh, 740 kilovolt motors. And wind resistance for seven, it'll do up to 33 knots, 60 Ks or 31 mile an hour winds. That's pretty darn cool. Uh, 6,500 milliamp batteries, the smart batteries, so they control their ups and downs, recharging, all that sort of stuff. And it'll do waypoint missions and grid missions. So you can set it up and it'll just fly itself. And then you can just control the camera and get all that good footage once you're there. So look, I think it's a really important, I think they've done a great job. Uh, if you into fishing or you want to get drone stuff but it, where you are is like Scotland or in the tropics and it's raining then this is the drone for you uh, definitely worth it go check them out um, again no affiliates or anything like that I just think it's a great company waterproof is always fantastic whatever, whatever you got in a phone your camera a drone waterproof makes decisions easy on flying so very cool Anyway, that's it for me. A little bit of a big show, a little bit of a bit of a learning lesson for us. But yeah, shift change. I will probably see you tomorrow. I'll probably get up and do a show, I reckon, tomorrow. I don't see why I can't. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all then. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be coming this way, that way. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.